Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Can We Go Race Podcast. I'm Allie Heisel. I'm coming at you live from Canton, Ohio. And joining me, as always, Dustin out in Boise, Idaho. Dustin, a lot to unpack tonight. How are you feeling? That was a horrible football weekend for me. I'm just going to put it out there. My collegiate team got their butt whooped. Um, you can never boo it, of course. But, um, and my team on Sunday, the Cleveland Browns, it just did not show up. <laughs> so it was just not good football. But I can put that all aside and say Thursday is coming up tomorrow night. As Browns fans, we just look forward, not back. Keys to a victory, bold predictions from the bold and the specific. Dustin, you have a beautiful segment there. Um, and then we'll go around the league as well and just have some fun. Uh, guys, if you can, drop a comment, leave a question. Uh, we're going to open up in the first segment. We're going to do a question segment where I'm going to throw some questions at Dustin, um, some hot takes, if you will, just have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, before we do so, guys, if you're wondering what in the heck should I have for dinner tonight, head on over to Angelo's Pizza over in Lakewood. They are the best in the business. They've got the best pizza in Northeast Ohio. Um, actually in America, I'll go ahead and say that, uh, so head on over to Angelo's in Lakewood. Miles Garrett will co-sign on that. Yes, he will. All right, Dustin, first and foremost, we've, uh, we're going to try to be as positive as possible, right? We're coming off of a short week. Um, but once we get through tomorrow, once the Browns play tomorrow, then we'll have a little bit of a mini bye week. Everybody can get healthy. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we've got a laundry list of injuries right now. We'll go through all that here in a moment. But um, Dustin, just kind of with what's taken place so far this week with the injury news, um, with Baker Mayfield not starting, which we found out today. What are, what are your thoughts going into this game against Denver? Um, we have the backup Cleveland Browns going Thursday night against the Denver Broncos, and we're still favored. So, um, in that football game, uh, I think Case Keenum will be a, be just fine at quarterback. Um, as we all know, he doesn't have the deep ball like obviously Baker Mayfield does, but he 110% can run this offense, the Stefanski offense. Um, you know, Johnson, Felton, and Kelly. I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too worried about that to be be transparent because our offensive line usually opens holes for our running backs. So. I think Allie could get two or three yards with our offensive line. I, 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 and I mean that truthfully, like if Allie, if Allie was suited up and she was heading out, like, I think, uh, I think you'd get two or three yards easily. I just think this team is built to be a running team. We're the number one in the league in that department. So uh, I think we are good. Now I also, here's what of, is of my mindset. Miles Garrett took the defensive unit aside and had a team uh, players only meeting um, that speaks volumes to me that Miles Garrett has basically taken his entire defense under his shoulder and said, look, our guys out this week, we're up against the wall. I think the defense is going to win this football game on Thursday night. That is my gut and I feel it. And I think it's going to be a big game for the defense. Well, we'll get into that here in the second segment, but one thing that I do want to say on that specifically is 
going into this game, you have to ask the defense to go out and win this game for you. Nathan mm-hmm. Segura said it best on Cleveland Browns Daily. If they don't score any points, you're not going to lose. So if the Browns defense can go out and stop a very limited Denver Broncos offense, you have to feel pretty good about your yep. chances there. Um, Teddy Bridgewater does not have a big-time arm and also came out about 40 minutes ago that he also just suffered another injury. So he's a, a, about a game-time decision. Um, Who's that? Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. I don't exactly know what that injury is off the top of my head. I will take lock. I would love to have lock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll get into that here in a moment. Um, but you know, you know, Dustin, like, it's just, you have to remain as, as optimistic as possible because you're getting some guys back. Uh, you, you have some hopefuls going, mm-hmm. uh, one being you, you have to feel fairly optimistic that your, uh, your tackles might be ready to go. Your interior of the offensive line is a go. Uh, in J.C. Treader, who was on the uh, the injury report, Joel Batonio, Wyatt Teller, um, like you mentioned, you put me in the backfield, and maybe I can get two or three yards. And you know what, Dustin, I have a I have a bold prediction here, or I have a, I have a hot take. You put me behind uh, any offensive line, I can get two to three yards. <laughs> That's, That's a joke. Bold. No, I cannot. <laughs> no, that I is cannot. bold and that is bold and specific, folks. Yeah, no, I I could I no, I would just lay down. Um, no, not happening. Um, but just running through our offense, what who's going to be out there? So you're starting Case Keenum, Dearness Johnson getting his first career start. John Kelly, Browns fans, you remember him from the preseason. He looked great. He was an explosive and dynamic runner in the preseason. Uh, actually, I think I used the word vicious. He was a vicious mm-hmm. runner. Uh, well, John very Kelly, much, very much like Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Johnny yeah. standing at fullback for the injured uh, Andy Janovich, Demetric Felton hopefully to get some reps in the backfield, but we also know he's, yep. you know, in the wide receiver role as well. Donovan Peoples-Jones, Hollywood Higgins, Anthony Schwartz. Uh, don't know yet about Odell Beckham Jr. or Jarvis, uh, but hopefully you can get one, if not both of them. Uh, your tight end room, three strong, your three tight ends that have been out there uh, since week one in Austin Hooper, David Njoku, and Harrison Bryant. And as I mentioned, your offensive line, you have to feel pretty good about the interior of it um, and feel semi-optimistic that either oh, yeah. or both of your tackles will be ready to rock and roll. Well, and our whole defensive unit is back along the except, line. I mean, except yeah. for Jeremiah Usukormala. Right. I mean, but I mean, the, the entire D line. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, I think that bodes well for going after the quarterback. Um, side note, not sure why Von Miller is so angry this week. <laughs> uh, not know. I don't know what's going on there. If he's just having a bad week, but uh, you should never kill people. It's never a good thing to say. Well, uh, let me let me say this. If Miles Garrett came out and said, whoever the tackle is, I'm going to kill him, we would eat that up, Dustin. Well, we, we would, would eat but, that up. He literally would, but, had, a, he had a cemetery of quarterbacks in his front yard. We would eat that uh, up. He still does. He still does have that. Exactly. This. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Denver fans are, are loving that. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, we'll take the bulletin board uh, material. We'll take that. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's do it, Dustin. Let's just run through the injury report real quick. Um, as I mentioned, it is, I, I have a scroll on my iPad. It's not just a <laughs> scroll. Um, starting with Odell Beckham Jr. Um, he did not participate in practice all week. Listed as questionable. Not sure if he'll be able to go. Nick Chubb, as we know, he is out for this Oops. game, um, but possibly maybe ready to go next week uh, after this 
mini right. bye week, if you will. Jadavion right. Clowney, Jack Conklin, Miles Garrett, AJ Green, Malik Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Malik McDowell, Tack McKinley, Greg Newsom, David Ajoku, Malcolm Smith, JC Treader, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, Jedrick Wills, Mac Wilson, and Jordan Elliott. That's a nice injury report. <laughs> I feel like I just read you the Browns starting lineup on both sides of the football. <laughs> now we all know those that say questionable using to be improbable. Yes. Um, and you know, we have a lot of people dinged up. Let's just call it for what well, it is. The, the ones that are listed currently as out, uh, Nick Chubb, as we know, Baker yep. Mayfield, of course, AJ Green. Um, and J-O-K, J-O-K. J-O-K, yeah. of course, yeah. He, but he is on the injured reserve, so he's not right. on the injury report, along with Kareem. Right. Um, list is questionable. Mac Wilson, Jed Wills, J.C. Treader, Malcolm Smith, Malik Jackson, Jack Conklin, Jed Avion, Clowney, OBJ. You no. know what? Uh, as we mentioned, a lot of those guys probably ready to go. Mm, a little hesitant on Odell Beckham Jr. But nonetheless, you still – feel confident running out what you what you have it's next man up mentality i think this is going to be the dearness johnson show um and you know what since he's since he's been on the roster anytime he gets playtime he gets yards he's well, a good player well i don't even know i ali i'll take it a step further i don't even think it's johnson show i think it'll be the uh well maybe maybe but birdie open the gate she can come in here Maybe Birdie thinks it's going to be the Johnson. Birdie, so. need, Birdie needs to come in and have a, have a word. Um, but I think it's going to be a rotation. I think it's just going to be the running back room is going to have their day. So I think you're going to have a blended um, with Kelly and Felton. I think they're all going to get reps. And it may not be just one single person because, again, it's Case Keenum. So he's not going to be able to throw the deep ball. So you could have some passes to Felton out in the flat. I mean, I think it'll be a mixed bag if, with every one of the running backs. It's, it's really going to be interesting. Um, if you are tailgating in the Muni lot or wherever you're having your tailgate, make sure you go get your tent or a canopy or a beautiful backdrop like Dustin has behind him over at Gutterpee. Andy and his crew, uh, they rent them out. You can buy them. They can make them custom. That's at gutterpea.com. Make sure you get one of those for all of your tailgating needs. We got Charlie Heisong behind me. Uh, she's got some hot browns takes here for everybody on the stream. Um, uh, with that, this is the first time that the Browns are without Baker Mayfield in 51 starts. The last time was 2018 when Tyrod Taylor went down. Um, the Jets game. Yeah. Jets game. Uh, Thursday night, by the way, uh, practiced <laughs> Tuesday came out of that, that weird press availability saying, you know, like if, if I want to play, I'm going to play Uh kind of weird thing, but he came out. Yeah, you know, I think they hadn't done the full, like he hadn't gone out and thrown. They were talking about this. He had actually, actually done the throwing and again, protect your franchise, right? He goes out, he throws the team. Doctors are like, ah, you probably should set this week Baker. So the inflammation can go down. His second opinion, his own personal doctor says, yeah, Baker, I don't think you should go. At that point, when it's your own personal doctor and the team doctors, I think you say you can you can go for you can you can stay out for 10 days because here's the thing. His his he's got a torn labrum. They yeah. said the amount of rest is going to heal that right now. Right. It's completely torn. So really what you want to do is just calm it down and the inflammation. And if he has 10 or 11 days rest of that, that can only help that situation because that's not going to get fixed probably till the season's over and surgery. That I mean, that's the truth. So yeah, like I said, there's 
you can hear that it's it's my dog she just went and got her it's a toy snake that she's chewing on so she just she just has some things to say about the bronze right now um so dustin what was your level of surprise though with kevin Stefanski's decision to not put him out there were you surprised by that because i know on sunday we were really like i said i'm not envious of having to make that decision it was a really difficult well, one but how surprised were you that 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 was the case because quite frankly i wasn't surprised I, I wasn't surprised and we talked about this on our sunday you know post-game analysis it's like at some point you got to put your pride aside and we even and and, and and we saw baker mayfield's pride on full display tuesday at that press conference right this is my team if i want to start it's my decision but sometimes you have that pride and despite the fact of keeping your health right so i was not surprised because you know, Stefanski, of course, then goes back and talks to the team doctors and does all those things and go, guys, well, you know, is this a smart move? And they're all like, no, it's not. And we'll tell Baker that as well. And his own personal doctor will. So I was not surprised. If this was Pittsburgh on Thursday night, maybe. If it was a if it was a crucial game in a division, maybe. But even then, I think I might still set him because, you know, people brought up a good comment. It's a, it's a 17 game season. We're six games in, right? You want him to be able to make it through the entire season. So I'm okay with him getting 10 days rest. And when you and I are out there to see him against the Steelers, I'm okay with that. Like, well, let's get rest. Something to say, and this, this is not comparing injuries because they're, they're not even remotely close, but um, you know, as we know, Baker Mayfield has the torn labrum, as we mentioned right now, no mm -hmm. amount of rest is going to heal that. I mean, just right. like it can take some of maybe the soreness off and can just right. rest up, but it's not going to solve the problem. He's still going to be, no. but, um, Ohio state quarterback, uh, CJ Stroud, he also had a shoulder injury. It was not a torn labrum. So I'm not comparing the two injuries, but, uh, he sat when Akron came to town. And then the following week when he was in, he looked like a completely different guy. So just taking him out of the equation right now, resting up, being able to watch some film, some film and have Baker have a little bit more of a bye week. I'm fine with this. Well, here's something really funny, Allie, because Baker just gets to be a polarizing figure, right? That's what he is. Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, dealt with this same issue for several weeks last year, and they didn't make full court press news, right? It just He's got to, you know, so quarterbacks deal with this. I mean, thank God it's not his throwing arm, right? And that side well, of the shoulder, right? story. Yeah. I mean, he would be done for the season, yeah. right? He would be, he'd be going and getting the surgery and we'd be talking about 2022. But, you know, the fact that we're only going to possibly miss him for a few weeks, I just, he'll be fine. Um, I'm not too worried about it. Like he, I'm, I'm not either. So to answer my own question, my level of surprise, I wasn't at all. I wasn't shocked at all. Right absolutely the right call um you're right though if it was maybe a division game an afc north game you might say all right hey you're in big guy if you think you can do it you're ready to go but there's right. a reason you pay case keenum six million dollars a year he's yeah. more than capable well i think somebody brought this up cleveland browns are known as one of the teams that has one of the best backup quarterbacks in the entire league there's a reason for that and to your point there's a reason we pay him that kind of money because you're just one hit away from having to go to your backup quarterback in the National Football League. And Case Keenum has played in playoff games. He's started a full season for the Denver Broncos. So he's more than capable of going out there and running this offense. And that's why you saw the line in Vegas go from only three to three and a half down to one and a half. 
because it didn't take much off, right? Okay, so yeah, he can't throw the deep ball way down the field like Baker can, but he can sure get it to all the right receivers and, and capable run the offense. I mean, that's, you don't, in, in other words, you don't need Case to lose the game. I mean, he ain't going to lose the game for you. You just need him to manage the game on Thursday night and do everything that Stefanski has put in your playbook, Case. I mean, that's really awesome. Uh, that actually brings me into my next question here. This is going to transition us into kind of the hot takes question segment. So if you have any questions to anybody that's on the stream right now, uh, drop it in the comments. We'll address it live on air. Um, but Dustin, one question that I have is, you know, this is, this is really the first time that we're without Baker Mayfield and we're without mm -hmm. two of our backs, the best backs in the league. And that's mm -hmm. what our identity has been, right? Right. We're best backs in the league we've got ba baker mayfield play action that's who we are we established the run <laughs> it's just who we are so my question to you is what did this offense look like going into denver how do we manage without one without baker mayfield and two without uh nick chubb and kareem hunt what's the, what's that offense going to look like well a you stick to the run right we still have capable running backs that will run the ball right we know that um you also really have to rely like we talked earlier on the defense winning this football game for you I think we need to win the turnover battle in this game and whoever that may be, uh, Teddy or Locke, whichever one goes in this football game, we need to put constant pressure on them, um, cause a turnover in this football game and really set the identity on Thursday night that the defense is going to go out there and no matter what is going to win this football game for the Cleveland Browns. And I think if you set that tone, your offense just needs to score 17, 14 points. doesn't matter, right? If they can go out and dominate on defense, I don't think the Denver Broncos are going to put up a ton of points on us. So, so I think if the Browns just go out and do what they can and are capable, by the way, of doing on defense, I think we'll be just fine. I don't think you change anything. I right. don't think you change your identity. This is who we are, whether or not we've got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt or Deanna well, Johnson, yeah, uh, you just John Kelly and, and Demetri Felton. It's the same plan. It's the same. Yeah, you just take you just take the big plays. You just take the big plays out of it, right? Maybe unless they're yeah. there. Unless right. they're there, right? You know this. I'm of the belief. Now I could be completely wrong. I could be completely in way off here. But I don't think the Denver Broncos are a very good football team at all right now. They are also decimated by injuries. Mm -hmm. Maybe not to the extent that we are, but offensively they're very limited. Uh, uh, excuse me. Um, you know they're they. They play the short passing game. Um, they've got very capable guys. Cortland Sutton, for example, um, they've got a two-headed monster at running back. Melvin Gordon's playing pretty good football. Like I, I mm -hmm. think they've got some playmakers. But if Teddy Bridgewater, he doesn't have the deep, the deep arm, the deep ball, like I would say, even Case Keenum has. I, I'm going to take right. on that all day, every day. Yeah, it's really interesting. So, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how this goes forward. But I. I really think the defense is going to come out in this game and really be lights out. I just have this hunch. Well, they have to be. Well, but the thing is, what do teams do when their backs are against the wall? One unit has to step up and really take ownership of the team and kind of own it. And I think the defense can do that. And I think they have the personalities on that side of the ball that can do that. So. Yeah. Hey, if you're wondering what you should get your family and friends this holiday season, the answer is rough around the etches. They make beautiful custom mugs, custom cups. Uh, my dad, I actually just used one of his mugs today for a morning cup of coffee. Uh, had a nice Cleveland Browns cup and also a nice Cleveland Browns koozie that I put a Miller Lite in earlier. So uh, head on over to rough around the etches. They make 
beautiful, beautiful work. Um, all right, Dustin, let's let's go over some hot takes, some questions. Yeah. What do you have on your list? Give me something. Let's argue. Yeah. So here's a hot take. Tennessee Titans. Let's just talk about the Tennessee Titans. Everybody up. Everybody, here's a hot take. Everybody had the Buffalo Bills running away. And Brable went into this game. And I'm just, by the way, I'm still astonished when I watch Henry run. He is like a Mack truck. Like, I mean, the man is a Mack truck on, like, with wheels. Going yeah, he's a free train. Um, I just, and the, like, the hot take for the Buffalo Bills to go for it there, like, you know, like, at the end of that game to lose it? I don't know, man. I will say that was one of the most entertaining games that I've seen in a yes. long time. Yes. Um, but you know what it made me think of? There's a lot of parody right now in the NFL on the AFC side of the ball. Because you had the Buffalo Bills at four and one, right? And you had the uh, Titans at three and two. So now two teams are four and two, right? We're three and three. Um, Baltimore, we'll see where they end up. You got, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are kind of jam-packed in those two, three loss category, right? They're kind of all right there. And a few of these teams are going to kind of pull away from each other, right? And be the, and rise to the top. But there's a lot of, I mean, look at, the Chargers going in and getting smacked. I mean, and, and they look like they were unstoppable, right? Before that week, right? So, and, and we'll, we'll call it, for, here's my hot take. Most power rankings have the Cardinals number one. I have no problem with that because they are 6-0 and and they're 6-0 and against really good opponents. Really good teams. Right, like that to me is the measuring stick. We talk about it in college football. Well, what's your resume look like? Who have you beat, right? Well, the Cardinals have kick people's butt up and down the field and good teams. So um, I think there's a lot of teams that are jam packed. So my take is, I don't think we know how this is going to turn out yet. That's kind of my take is like, and everybody's worried. Like everybody's like ready to hit the panic button on the Browns. I'm like, well, no, you've got the Broncos and then you've got the Steelers that are a capable team that you can beat. Um, And there's, I think we have the, the Patriots, which are beatable on the road. So you got three or four games coming up and a bye that make you all of a sudden you could be six and three. And are we really hitting the panic button? No, And actually I'm glad you bring that up because have things gone the way that we want them to right now? No, of course not. Absolutely not. And we've been decimated by injuries and that's no excuse. That's just reality. But do you remember the first six weeks of last year? They weren't great. They were not great. I mean, no, we were, we were sitting here going, Oh no, this looks like 2019. This looks like 2019. And here we are again, there was a pivotal moment. Now, of course, Baker wasn't injured. You had Nick Chubb, you had Kareem sure. Hunt. Th- there were some other variables, but it's still very early in the season right now. Well, and Allie, we're three and three and our losses are to the chargers, the yep. Chiefs, and the Cardinals. <laughs> we didn't. Exactly. We haven't lost to a crap team yet. That's when you might want to hit the panic button. Is if so, if we get blown out by the Denver Broncos on Thursday night, okay, then maybe you should start looking internally. Let's, let, let's actually take a look at the upcoming schedule. So we've got the Broncos on Thursday, then we have a little bit of a mini bye week. Then the Steelers yep. come to town. Okay, obviously a very big game. <laughs> very, right. very big game. Then the Bengals in Cincinnati. Bengals are frisky. You've got to be ready to go. But, but very winnable. But very, very winnable. winnable. Both of those games I've just mentioned, very winnable. Then you go into Foxborough with a rookie quarterback. Also, yep. very winnable. Very, right. very winnable. 
Um, then the Lions come to town. Okay. Right. Then at Ravens. And then our uh, bye week, right? Or is it is the bye after? Uh, yeah, bye is. You know what? I don't know off the top of my head. I think um, the bye might be before the Ravens or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Ravens, and then Ravens again, and then Raiders come to town. And then Christmas Day Packers, Steelers, yeah. Bengals. So there are some very, very, very winnable. Games. The Browns could the Browns could roll off five or six wins in a row here if they get. Well, their... and I think they have to. I I think yeah. let's just take a look um at the next let's take a look at the next five games okay you've yep. got broncos must win would you say that's a must win game yes must absolutely. win absolutely yeah. i agree steelers must win you have to win that game right it's a division game yeah yep. Bengals, patriots lions i think you have to win you have to go four and one at yeah, i was gonna say you have to win at least four of those games yeah yeah, because you're because then you're seven and four. Okay, you know, like then you get your momentum back. You get your yeah. You get it, you get it well, on. more than likely at that point, you probably have Kareem Hunt back, right? Um, Mick Chubb will probably be back. We're thinking, right, for the oh, Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. He should be back by then. Okay. Um, JOK will be back in about a month. It sounds like, right? Roughly something like that. Does that sound like? A, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple weeks. So. Yeah, I mean, and then you go down that last stretch of, by the way, is when you really need to be good is the last five or six weeks of the season. And by the way, I'd rather be injured now than at the end of the season. You and me both. Um, because I don't want to be decimated with injuries five or six weeks out at the end of the season when I need to have my team to 100%. So, yeah, here's the deal. But here's the truth, Tally. I would say this today. God forbid something happens to Baker Mayfield. I think this team could still make the playoffs with Case Keenum at quarterback. I, do too. I mean, we may not win the division, but I think we're can get a wild. You're still a playoff team. I agree with that. Right. Yeah. I mean, because he's very capable. I mean, people forget that Kevin Stefanski took him and used him to get to the NFC championship game. Like, like that says a lot, it right? Wasn't that long ago, by the way. No, it was like three or four years ago. So I'm just saying, but not maybe four years ago, but it's still like, Again, the fact that it was made in the press with all those injuries to the Browns, they're still favored in this football game because we have a playoff caliber roster, which means we have depth and we can actually, I mean, Allie, a couple of years ago, if we talked about this, offensive lineman goes out, you're looking around the room to see who's going to fill the position. You don't know who's going to fill that position. There was no depth. And that was one of the things that was brought up about the Bengals. They have a really good record right now, but they don't have, a, they don't have depth. So if they get if they go into an injury slide, they don't have the no they they, they, they can't sustain like the Browns right. can right now right um yeah you're right you're right uh all right I have another question this is really okay. just pertaining to the past few weeks okay uh you know offense hasn't been working the way that we've wanted it to we know that but we also know how to fix that we know once Big yep. healthy you're good once Nick Chubb Kareem Hunt come back you're good we know what needs to happen on offense. But my question to you is how does the defense get better? Because we have on paper a stacked defense. But they are not performing to the level that we all had hoped that they would and the money that the Andrew Barry and this front office has spent this offseason to build this defense is just not up to par. How does the defense kind of how does it get fixed point blank? 
It, that's a good question. So if you've noticed, Ali, it's been like night and day with games with the Browns this year when it comes to defense. They have a great game and then a not so great game and then a great game. I just don't think this defensive unit as a whole has completely gelled and become the team they can be. At times they have been that unit. They just haven't done it yet. They are not a complete whole, you know, knowing everybody else and kind of, because your point is, what do we have? Nine new starters on eight, yeah, nine new starters. New starters. Yep. Right. So they aren't just going to go out there day one and be like, Hey, we got this all figured out. Let's go. People are going to miss assignments. People are going to, I mean, that's going to happen. They just need to come together as a, a cohesive unit by probably mid season and really have this thing clicking because that's the problem I see. Cause I see some games where everybody looks like they're singing from the same hymnal. And then other games you're like, how does a guy in the back of the end zone get missed wide open for a touchdown? And like, not just a guy. How does DeAndre Hopkins? Right. The but, best but that's receiver not, in the league. Yes, I know. Right. Yeah. So it's like, what happened there? Right. So, and some of this is coaching, right? You've got to get these guys coached up to know, you know, and it's film too. It's, I mean, it's film, right? It's, it's studying your opponent and knowing what they're going to throw at you that week. Right. Um, Thankfully for the Browns, they didn't have very much time to think about it. And they were probably watching film on Monday. <laughs> so, and moving forward to Denver. So um, I think the fact that Miles Garrett has had his second players only meeting. Um, and the last time he did that was before the Bears game. And then they came lights out in that Bears game. So I think this team needs, needs to come together as a unit. Uh, no, I agree. Now, if we take a look at last year, we were saying the same thing about the offense. We got, we spent all this money in free agency and in the draft to build this offense, to have it fit Kevin Stefanski's scheme. And weeks one through six, we're saying, what is going on? It's just not working. Like we spent all right. this money. And then after week six, it, it clicked. It all right. started to gel. And I think we have to have that patience. Now, is that excusing some of these miscommunications? No, right. no because these blown coverages are turning into points and it's just completely inexcusable. I mean, well, it's, it's beyond that. Um, but I think it's, would you, I know, I know we talked about this a little bit last week on our, on our post game show, but is this more of a coaching thing or is this just players not executing? I think it's players just not executing because I mean, you have the talent there and if you have talent, they should be able to execute their game plan. So I, back to these players watch tape, they watch the consistencies of the quarterback and who they're assigned up against wide receiver wise, all this. You just, I think it's more, they have to just kind of hunker down and study more and just really become more a, a holistic unit because, because they can, they just aren't doing it consistently, right? Like we know they can, they're just not doing it consistently. And speaking of that, there's been all this discussion of, well, I can't believe Baker has lost this game and that game and this game. I saw a stat alley of some of the best quarterbacks, Tom Brady, all these. Do you know what their record is when their defense has given up 30 or more points? They've lost the football game. <laughs> so it's like I know everybody wants to blame Baker on not winning these football games. But when you have your defense give up 90 points in two games, you're putting your offense against the wall, right? Like, I mean, like you're basically saying, hey, we know we gave up 40 some points, so you need to go score 50. <laughs> So it's like, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the Browns need to come out, and the defense has to win this game. I mean, just yeah, just point blank. I, I think it's that point where, not only that, I think you've had how, how many forced turnovers have the Browns had? Maybe two that come to mind. Right, not a lot. No, you. Have, I mean, come on. Trevon Diggs has seven intercep interceptions so far, one in each game. I, I mean, it, it's if one player can have that, 
you got to get that going. You've got to be able to get yeah. after the quarterback. You've got to be able to I want in the secondary. You have to create plays. Hi, Birdie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, don't be cussing. So I don't know. I don't know, Dustin. I don't know. I, I would say it's a little bit of each. I think 50-50, yeah. it, is co- it is coaching. If the guys don't know where to go, uh, that that's a coaching thing, right? Like they, right. it has to be, they have to know what the, what the scheme is. They have to know who they're covering, but also they need to be able to execute. Brittany, what do you think? Does Joe Woods have, Hey, okay. Yeah. Right, she's busy. She, she doesn't know, but all, all in all, Dustin, I think it's a little bit of both. And I don't, yeah. I don't know the answer to how you fix that other than you have to give it time. You have to watch film. And you have to be right. able to trust each other. Players have to be able to trust each other. Now, if we get to the second half of the season and this is still happening, that's an issue in my opinion. There's something more fundamentally wrong overall. So, Agree. Um, all right, Dustin, let's look ahead to the Denver Broncos. Um, actually, no, did you have any anything that I'm missing here? Any other hot nope. take questions, anything like that? Um, the only other hot take I had was, yeah, no, no, that was it. Nothing. Perfect. Guys, if you're buying a selling, if you are buying or selling a home and you need help getting through that process, that person is Katie Klonowski out of Keller Williams, the best real estate agent in all of Northeast Ohio. Go check her out. Katie Klonowski out of Keller Williams. She's the best in the business. She can walk you through a very, very stressful time in buying or selling your home. All right, Dustin, um, let's take a look. Um, you know, we, well, what do we know about the Denver Broncos? As I mentioned, they're very limited offensively. They've got a good running game. Um, Melvin Gordon kind of leading, leading that pack. They've got a rookie as well. Uh They took, uh, this previous draft, um, Teddy Bridgewater. He's not a giant downfield threat. He's just not, you know, he's, he's good at reading a defense. He's good at executing on those short plays. That's what they do best. Cortland Sutton's a good receiver. Um, Jerry Judy will not be he will not be in the game against the Browns. So he's taking away that, that downfield threat. Um, yep. Overall, I think this is going to be a good reset game. This is Ruby behind me. Um, this is going to be a good reset game for the Browns defense to kind of hopefully get their, their, get it figured out because unlike the Arizona Cardinals who had a very, very large downfield threat and four receivers over 260 yards previous to last week on the season, the Denver Broncos don't have that. They don't have that. No. So I don't think you have to put as much of an emphasis on the secondary for the Cleveland Browns in this game. I think this one's going to come down to the defensive line and just being able to get, get after Teddy Bridgewater if he is playing and just simply yeah. making him uncomfortable. And of course, stopping the run. I, I think that's that's really offensively what you have to do. Now, defensively, they're not bad. Um, they've got a good defensive front. Uh, I was just said Nick Chubb, Bradley Chubb, who I believe is mm-hmm. his cousin. He will not be a go uh, for this game as well. That's kind of a that's kind of a big loss for those guys. It is. It is. Uh, when when you have him on that line, it's a very formidable front, just like yep. the Browns. I would say they're they're similar in that regard. Yeah. Um. You know they've got some good safeties. They've got a decent secondary, but just in terms of their defense, it's good, not great. It's good, not right. great. Um, I think they're a very average team. <sighs> they they don't scare me right now. I don't think this is going right. to be an incredibly high scoring game, Dustin. I don't. Uh, but I think this is going to be a game where the Browns have to come out and make a stance defensively. Yeah, I think we've talked about this, that front four need to be nasty <laughs> um, in this football game. They really have to really make that quarterback feel, whoever that may be, Locke or Brett Teddy, very uncomfortable in that football game. All right, Dustin, uh, let's hear it. Give me your keys to a victory tomorrow night. 
So keys to the victory. Clearly, the Browns have to win the turnover battle in this football game. Time of possession. So obviously, you want to keep the offense. I mean, they're not very – they're an opportunistic offense. They're not going to score a ton of points. But as long as they're on the sideline, you're taking away the clock. Shorten this football game. So win the turnover battle. Shorten the time of the entire football game. Control the line of scrimmage. And more importantly, long, sustained drives need to be the key in this game. I want to see six to seven-minute drives in this football game that result in minimum field goal or touchdown to where you are getting the bulk of this is done. And it's interesting. We don't do it as much on offense, but there's a handful of offenses in the National Football League that dink and dunk 10, 12 yards down the field to win a football game. Um, Tom Brady does that every single day of his life. So if Case Keenum can do that against the Denver Broncos, I think we win this football game. Listen, you literally just took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, just dink and dunk and own the football game. That's all you have to do is just own this football game, dink and dunk, and just make sure your defense plays lights out in this game. Maybe not even lights out, but a very dominating yes. uh, performance. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, right. we're not we're not expecting that. And and quite frankly, I, I don't really foresee this game to be. A, a beautiful performance on either side of the football. I think we're just right on a short week with injury. You know, you don't expect this to be their best performance of the year. And, and I don't, um, that's not with, with that real quick, who will be taking JOK's position more than likely in the football game? Uh, let me see who we've got pulled up here. I would imagine, um, where is there? Give me one second. Dust. Let me get this pulled up. I'm just curious. Who's going to take over that position. I would imagine if, if Mac Wilson's ready to go, you'll see. That's what I was going to say. Is it Mac? If, yeah. Um, I would think, but he is also on the injury report. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't know if Elijah Lee went out last week. Um, I, I would think Elijah Lee, Malcolm Smith, or, Taki Taki, Anthony Walker Jr. You're going to see a lot of a lot of rotation there. Uh, and again, I'm very I'm very happy with that unit. I have no problem. I think they now, can do those guys that I just mentioned are primarily Mike and Sam. Um, at will yeah. is typically JOK and Mac Wilson. So, so I, I think, and I think Mac, if Mac's healthy, I'm okay with that. Mac has but shown with that. I do expect them to run more, uh, three safety looks. Sure. And yep. maybe take, take the will just kind of out of the equation at that point. Sure. Um, I would, I would probably anticipate that a little bit more than normal. Um, just to kind of make up for that. But again, I'm not Joe Woods. I don't know exactly what's going right. to on out there, but uh, but I agree. I think control the time of possession first and foremost. If whether or not the Denver Broncos are a limited offense, them not having the football is going to be a benefit to us. Um, right. I like the dink and dunk method. My dad and I were just actually talking about that. Taking a look at even what Ryan Tannehill is able to do, just drop yes, hit your check down. Okay, you've got the yeah. five yards. Control yeah. the clock. Control the time of possession. Right, because guess what? At some point, the defense will wear down, and you will have one of your running backs bust off a run for 20 years. Or you'll have Odell Beckham Jr. in the matchup that you want, and he'll be able to take right. the off of the defense. It will be there. Right. But I like just being able to the dink and dunk plays, um, controlling the line of scrimmage, even if your tackles are not there. Being able to maintain the line of scrimmage, you can get your run game going. Like I said, John Kelly, he's a vicious runner. I, I yeah. don't think – I mean, of course, you will see – you will see a difference in the run game, but I don't think it's right. going to be as drastic as many people think. Um, I think you have well, very capable backs that are able to just work. Point Allie, here's, here's a fun take, <laughs> side take if you want. 
what will everybody say on Friday, not Monday morning quarterback, but Friday morning quarterback, if Case Keenum plays in unison with Odell Beckham Jr. and they have a beautiful game? Can no, you- I'm glad you brought that up because that's the question right now. A lot of people are yes. asking that question, but they're also saying, well, what if Case Keenum just lights it up and he's great? Is it a quarterback controversy? I don't think so. No. I no. don't think anybody at this point is, is, is going to say when Baker Mayfield's healthy, okay, when he's healthy, right. he's or able to play because yeah, he probably won't be healthy. Worse, don't he's rest a worse season, option right? than Case Keenum. Yeah. If he's full go, he's worse than Case Keenum. I, right. I don't think that's the case at all. Um, once Baker Mayfield is healthy and ready to go, he's your starting quarterback, point blank. Right. Th- that's yeah. it. If Case Keenum and Odell Beckham Jr. have a great chemistry, then great. 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 That's good for us. We're all Browns fans. Right. We don't care as long as they score. I don't care right. who's throwing the football and who's catching it. Right. It's all about, yeah. it's all about representing uh, the Cleveland Browns. Well, Allie, you know, it's funny. Like I think Browns fans need to tap the, they need to tap the brakes a little bit because I saw a lot of takes. I saw a lot of takes on Twitter this week. And I just love when some people will just bring resolve back and be like, Hey, look, do you want the Johnny Manziel and those days back or the 0 and 16 season, like we went from here to here. Like you're asking for the, for you're asking for the castle when we're building a really nice house right now. And it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting to me. Like, I will take three and three, four and three and five and three over a losing season all day long. It's like. I saw a thing. I saw, I forget who tweeted it, but they said, yeah, the Browns need a bye week, but so does so does Browns Twitter right now. I think it's true. <laughs> We're all just at the end of the day, we all just want our team to win, and we want to see it do right. see it do it in a convincing fashion, of course. And it just hasn't lived up to the expectation that we all sure. have hoped so far. So I understand the frustration, but at the end of the day, guys, we all root for the guys in the brown and orange. You know, right. bottom line. And I know it's hard sometimes because we get frustrated. I know on Sunday I was, I was pissed. I know, I know we all were, we were not happy with that right. outcome, but you know what? We're on to Denver. We got to, right. we've got to remain positive. No matter who's in there at quarterback or wide receiver or running back or linebacker, who cares? We're going to well, root for them. Allie, didn't we get blown out in week one last year? It was ugly. It's bad. Yeah. Yep. And we went on to win 11 games. Right. Weren't we 500 at one point last year, Allie? I'm pretty sure we were. We would have to be. Yep. You know, I mean, I think we were at some yeah, point. We were. I, I don't remember kind of, at what point when, but yes. Yeah. So it's like pump the brakes, people. Like just Take a chill the, pill. the sky is not falling. Okay. It's like we could have a lot worse backup quarterbacks. I can tell you that to come out. Okay. Browns fans, put this into perspective. Would you rather be the Cleveland Browns or the Seattle Seahawks today? Because pretty much every Seahawks fan that I know said, we're going to lose our next four games because Geno Smith is our quarterback. I don't think that way when I think of Case Keenum. I think he could win all four of those football games. Like, I just, it's interesting how people, it's so much gloom and doom when it's like, you have a capable backup no matter what happens that can run this offense. No, that's a really good point. Uh, Guys, if you don't have Cleveland ketchup and stadium mustard in your pantry this season, you are doing it wrong dustin's got it right there that looks like bacon and bourbon if i if i can say that correctly it was bacon and bourbon tastes great on a burger you know what kind of burger it tastes great on 
a burger from Five Star Meats because you know what they say, there ain't no wiener like a Five Star Wiener. So make sure you head on over to your local Northeast Ohio grocery store, get yourself some stadium mustard, some Cleveland ketchup, some Orlando Baking Company bread, get some Orlando Baking Company buns, and some Five Star Meats. Have yourself a Cleveland hot dog or hamburger. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a Cleveland sandwich to me. We should just start calling it the Cleveland sandwich. Cleveland sandwich. I have a question. Hot take. Yes. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's not. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a hot dog. Even a hamburger is not a sandwich. It's a hamburger. That's, I, I, I think. You know, Dustin, I don't sandwich. know because like on a menu, when you go to order food, sometimes in the sandwich section, there's. Burgers. Oh, burgers are under sandwiches. You're right. They would put burgers. I would, I would say a hamburger is a sandwich. Yeah. So I would think a hot dog, no. I think that is more. Mom, Mom, is a hot dog a sandwich? I think Peggy's going to say no. What's Peggy going to say? Peggy said a hot dog is a sandwich if you eat it in Orlando Baking Company buns. If you eat it in okay. <laughs> That's what it is. So Peggy said right. it's a sandwich. Drop your comments. Right. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I need to know. I need to know. That's a good question. I don't think, I've never even had somebody ask that question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Allie, here's a little fun fact for you. Keep me up tonight. You know, a fruit or a vegetable? Wait, ask me that again. Is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? I know this because I love tomatoes, and that thing is a fruit. I know most I people would that. put that. Most people would put that under the vegetable category. So is. <laughs> no, we're going. <laughs> we're going. Never mind. No. <laughs> no. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> Have yourself a Cleveland sandwich, Orlando Baking Company buns, five-star meat, hamburger, hot dog, ain't no wiener like five-star wiener, and of course your stadium mustard and your Cleveland ketchup. Make sure you have your Cleveland sandwich ready to go this season. Um, Dustin, give me, you know what time it is? Give me a bold and specific. Bold and specific. Bold and specific. Okay, here's my bold. Miles Garrett. Three sacks. That is bold. Clowney, two sacks. Five sack game. Clowney, two. Miles Garrett, three for five sacks in the football game. Bold and specific. There's your players. Two and three. Five. If the Browns come away with five sacks, I don't think there's any question that they win this football game. Yeah, because they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be getting like eight or 10 yard losses on those plays, probably. Yeah. All right, uh, we got everybody fighting in the comments right now. <laughs> By the way, we should tell Ali, we should tell our listeners we are going to be in Cleveland for the Pittsburgh game. So we are going to be looking at all, all the fun festivities next weekend in Cleveland. So drop your comments of all the fun things. Uh, we're going to do the Muni lot. We're going to do the whole, we're taking it in. We're taking in next weekend so all right bold and specific um so the browns are going to double in this game their their turnover total so they have three on the season yep yeah so they're gonna get six turnovers on the season no i'm sorry they have four they have four eight yeah wow allie I think I think Teddy, if he's in, throws two picks. That's a lot of that's a lot of turnovers. Two picks, two, picks, two fumbles. I'm gonna, I know that's bold. That's bold. Yeah. That is bold. 
<laughs> Maybe I'm not so sure on this, but no, I'm going to stick with it. Allie, that's super. Dustin, you're, you're throwing around five sacks over here. So. Right. But, I, but, but hear me out. That's not, it's bold, but it's not crazy bold. I mean, no, but uh, is mine even, I mean, think about this, the, the Browns defense obviously hasn't been great, especially the secondary. We've had a lot of questions. Yeah, Denzel Ward, um, JJ three, we spent a lot of money this off season and it just hasn't come to fruition. Maybe well, this is the game I'll, where they say, Hey, we're still here. We're still here. I'm Ronnie Harrison. I might've blown a coverage last week against DeAndre Hopkins, but I'm here to catch yeah. your, uh, uh, here's a nice pick six. Well, Al, you bring up a good point. And I think that Pittsburgh Steelers game, the playoff game, didn't we have four turnovers in that football yeah. game? Okay. So, or maybe five, I don't know, but so you're Never right. Mind. I'm not going to, I'm going to change my, my specific. So sticking with four turnovers, but I'm going to go with uh, uh, two, three interceptions, one three. fumble, one fumble. Three interceptions. I just think, I think two fumbles is too much. I don't think they're going to do that. So three interceptions and a fumble. That's a lot of picks. Yeah, that's right. a lot. Oh gosh. Somebody just asked, is a soft taco a sandwich? Now we can't, we can't, we can't, I can't go down this road. I can't go down this road. This is gonna soft, a soft taco is not a sandwich. It's still a taco. That, that's a taco. All right. Dustin, give me your score. Is that, cause guess what? Cause guess what that really technically is. Once it becomes a soft taco, it's a taco salad. I mean, really. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> All right. Dustin, give me a score. Prediction. By the way, if nobody has ever figured this out yet, she's a huge foodie. So yeah, I love to eat. I think I'm gonna eat after this. I just ate right before I came on, but I think I saved my my dinner. It's in the fridge. I might go have some more after after this show. Uh, Dust, give me a score prediction. Um, twenty four ten Browns. That's very close to what I was gonna say. Twenty four ten. I think maybe we give up a touchdown late, but we really dominate this football game. Twenty four ten Browns. I literally was just talking to my dad a bit ago about this uh, my score prediction is 24 17 and even yeah. though the score may seem close i also have a late touchdown that we give up but don't let that close score fool you i completely believe that the browns are going to dominate throughout this entire game I, we call those garbage touchdowns right garbage yeah yep all right dustin uh any any thoughts on that before we go around the league no uh, but this week Allie, we need to keep track I know. As, I'm going to write them down. I'm going to write them down. Uh, of, of, of what our picks are. And then what's the wager, Allie? Yeah. What do we, should we do, wait, well, here's, should we do, a, should the, we do an after season bet or like, no, I think we do weekly. I think we do weekly. I think we do weekly. And here's, here it is, Allie. This is perfect. If I win this week, mm-hmm. the first round of drinks are on you in Cleveland. Okay. And if you, if I win the first round of drinks are on you, how's that? That's, that's deal. a first, deal. Okay. Deal. All right. So if you see me looking down, it's because I am recording this on my phone. Um, so, all right. Chiefs at Titans. Oh, wow. That's, that's a, hmm. Ooh, Chiefs at Titans. And the Chiefs won last week, right? Did they beat? They beat, uh, huh? Washington football team. Yeah. So nothing crazy. Um, Allie? I'm going to go Titans on this one. I'm going to go Chiefs. You're going Chiefs? Okay. The only reason I'm saying that is because after kind of an emotional game um, against the Bills, big time game, just like the Chargers with us, then they went and kind of laid an egg uh, going up up against a 
excuse me, high-powered offense in Baltimore. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Okay. All right. Washington football team at Packers. Packers. All right, Dustin, Packers, Allie, Packers. All right, Bengals at Ravens. Man. The Bengals have the Bengals beat somebody pretty good on the road this this in their it's a division game. And correct me if I'm wrong, the Ravens only have one loss on the season now, right? Five. Are the bang are the bang or the are the Ravens banged up at all? Or are they pretty healthy? Oh, yeah, I mean they've been not to the degree that we are, but I'm gonna go Ravens, even though that's not a popular pick. I just I'm going Ravens too. Yeah. Panthers at Giants. Panthers. Yeah, Panthers both. Uh Falcons at Dolphins. <laughs> uh that's like a I'm going to go Dolphins on that one. Me too. They just lost to Jacksonville. They're embarrassed. It's in Miami. Um, I'm going to go Dolphins here. Jets at Patriots. Mm, wow. Jets only still have one win on the season, right? Correct. I think, I really do think Bill Belichick still has the Jets number. I'm going to go Patriots. I'm going Pats here, yeah. Uh, Eagles at Raiders. Ooh, you know, the Eagles are, are kind of a, they're, as you call it, a, they're kind of a frisky team. They're kind of all over the place. I'm going to go Raiders, though, just because of how dominant they were against the Broncos. I'm going to go Eagles on this one. Um, I know it's okay. in Vegas, but last week they still came out. They looked really good, even with the whole Gruden situation. I think this week takes a little bit of a toll on them. I'm going to go Eagles. Lions okay. at Rams. Oh, Rams. Rams. <laughs> Completely Rams. Um, Bears at Bucks. 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 Texans at Cardinals. Cardinals. <laughs> Here's one. Colts at 49ers. 49ers. I'm going to go Colts. Colts. All right, Alan, I just did the math. Wait, we got one more, one more. Saints, okay. Saints at Seahawks. Ooh. Still Geno Smith. Yep. You know, I'm going to go Saints. I'm going to go Saints on that one. Jameson Winston's been playing some great, pretty good football. I'm going to go Seahawks. All right. It's in Seattle. I don't know. I kind of like Gino. I mean, I don't love him, but I think he's all right. Gino's Gino. I think he's all right. Yeah, but but Jameson Winston has been playing really good football. Like, I mean, he can throw the ball. Yeah, he's got quite an arm. He also, does a lot of picks, but <laughs> yeah. So, Allie, here it is. So, so here's the four games. Really, it's going to come down to the Titans game, the Eagles game, the Niners game, and the Seahawks game. Those are the four that will be the pivotal flip for us. Those are the four that we, we pick differently on, by the way. No. Yeah. 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 So, right. so we'll, we we'll, announce it. we'll announce it next week who the winner was. And this we'll do this every week. We'll, we'll have a little yeah. wager. We can have fun with yeah. it too. 
You have fun with it. And by the way, what's so what is a, it's a tie? I mean, it could be a tie. There's four. Okay. So if it's a tie, we just flip a quarter at the bar. No, if it's a tie, we both <laughs> we both have to take a shot of fireball <laughs> on camera in Cleveland. We both have to take a shot of That's... fireball and and send it to our our listeners. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I just fireball. Allie is going to make sure that I am not sober waking up on Sunday morning going to the muni lot. That's right. Kegs and eggs, man. Kegs, Kegs and eggs. <laughs> All right, Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening? Yes. Please, please, no more injuries for this football team none if we can come out of thursday night unscathed no injuries i will be very happy so i wish all the best to the cleveland browns on thursday night that they can uh, avoid any type of uh, injuries i don't want to see our backup backup quarterback in this football game i don't want to see anything like that i want to see the browns just go out and stay healthy and move on and get 10 days rest and prepare for the bitter Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't even expect, as I mentioned, I do not expect this game to be beautiful by any stretch of the imagination. Ugly, ugly win. I'm okay with it. No, and I'm not even saying it's going to be an ugly win. You know, if it's not a 40 point game, I'm, I'm fine with that. But I, I yeah. just hope that one, we can cut back on the injuries. Of course, that that's that sure. is paramount. Um, but secondly, I, on the defensive side of the ball, I do not want to see any blown coverages. I want to know, I want to see everybody knowing their assignments in the right place, sure. making plays on the ball in the right place yep. at the right time. Just look like we know what we're doing out there, right? I don't want to have right. any question marks is like, hey, is this a personnel thing? Is this a coaching thing? I, I want to get that wrapped up. Right. Um, and I think that along that that's second to the injuries is just making it seem that way. Hey, we know what we're doing out here uh, and just having mm -hmm. a, a better and higher rate of execution. But no, I just don't want any more injuries. I mean, this is, I mean, I'd rather have them now uh, as we get some of these guys healthy back, you know, four or five weeks for someone like Kareem. We're going to need those guys down the stretch if we're going to make a playoff run and a playoff push. We're going to need JOK. We're going to need guys like that. To, um, they're they're, they're going to be missed. So I think we need to get healthy. Um, so just, just play smart football and just win the game. And um, Baker, get healed up. We love you. Get healed up, you know? I mean, the toughness should never be questioned with this football team. He is one of the toughest quarterbacks I've watched among 20 years of quarterbacks on the Cleveland Browns. So. Yeah. Other than that, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, go Browns. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown and orange with me, baby. Let's fry. Represent the land, let them know. Tell them, here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go.